Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Hump Day edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. Oh, okay. July 27, 2022. Glad that you're tuned in. It rained a little earlier, but it uh, was a really nice morning just hanging out outside for a little bit. And that uh, not too humid. I think it's going to get hotter today. Maybe some rain later today. But hope you're having a good day. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush, it's Waterfront Wednesday. I know some of my friends were worried about the weather tonight. I haven't looked at the forecast. But uh, are you going to be down by the water? Um, it's one of my favorite bands. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a maybe. It's going to depend on weather um, for the most part. I'd, I'd, I'd like to go. Is uh, but is like, it, Who's playing tonight? Sun Uber? Uh, Moon Taxi. I think oh. they're up tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fun time. I've seen them. I don't know. Fifty. I, I lost track of count how many times I've seen them. It's it's always a good time. It's not the same as when I was, you know, uh, intern Jacob's age going to shows, um, but I still enjoy them. They they aren't the, the new stuff. You know, it isn't as good as the old stuff, TJ. But still have a good time. Uh, just hopefully it dries up enough to where that thing isn't just a nasty mud pit because you you can run into that sometimes down uh, down on the waterfront. Yeah, you can for sure. It's that that's one thing is even if it's not raining at the time, if that place gets too much water, it's not going to be a, a an ideal situation. You sounded like White Goodman when you were making fun of liking their old stuff more than their new stuff. The 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 villain from Dodgeball, the antagonist. But it's me, uh, White W H I T. It's pretty good voice. It's really not. It's really not bad. You, you know, you're you bat about twelve percent on impressions, but the ones you hit, uh, mm-hmm. I swear, it's a dead ringer. Justin Kalen, how are you doing this morning? I am doing well. I got a good chunk of sleep last night. I also watched the third episode of Stranger Things, so I'm just slowly knocking it out. Um, <laughs> I'm good. The studio is seventy-eight degrees today, so that's pretty tremendous. That, that sounds toasty. It sounds entirely too hot. Normally and it's 77, so we're right where we normally are. A bit odd, isn't it? bit odd, isn't it? So what happened in, in episode three? What did happen in episode three? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was going to have to come in and do a review. Um, 
Yeah, this is Justin watches Stranger Things six so, years later. So basically, this is that was the episode where L was going through all of like the tests, trying to crush Coke cans, and still not really sure what's going on. But I figured out that she has some powers at this point. So, are the cocaine drug lords there yet? I have not heard them or saw okay. them. No. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I guess they're a few episodes away. We got a lot to get to on today's show. There's no cocaine drug lords in Stranger Things. That's good to know. Yeah, there are there are commies, but but no no uh, no drug lords. Oh, there, there's no doubt there's going to be some bad news coming. I, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. Keep your eye out on that bad news. What? What? A, no, season one. It's actually just nothing happens. It's just all pretty good. It's a pretty fun story. Lighthearted, good time, fun, loving. No, you're right. Some bad stuff is coming. Good stuff coming to UK, Roush. We have... I, I did not know about this until about like 9.25 yesterday that Reed Shepard was going to be playing against Bob Dillingham in some meaningless AU basketball tournament last night. So mm-hmm. I, I consumed as much basketball yesterday as I had probably since March Madness. There was a handful of... TBT games going on, uh, some fun matchups there. Jimmer for debt, Floyd Mayweather's the money team. Uh, they were going up against who are they going up against? Uh, I, I got you, TJ. I know exactly who they went up against. The men of Mackey, and they got was, smoked. Yes, Woo! yes. I, I knew it was a college team, and it was a good one at that with Robbie Hummel. I bet Jeff Goodman's probably still crying. Uh, about that we'll talk about Jeff Goodman a little bit later on today's show as well but we so I watched a lot of basketball including the nightcap of Reed Shepard going up against Dillingham Roush did you did you check that game out it was uh, an early night for old Roushy boy so I was uh, I know man. I was already that's tucked that's in so I had, to, I had to watch highlights this morning and and, and get caught up that way Ah, that's tough because summer content, there's literally nothing going on. Here we actually have something accessible for the average streamer. And no, no. you didn't, I, and I you didn't check it out. I was, <laughs> in a, I was in a foul mood yesterday. It, uh, I did good till about 1 or 2 o'clock, and then it just whew, torpedoed quickly. I was going to say you kind of seemed like you were in a bit of a foul mood. We'll talk. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. We got to talk about some actual basketball news, some actual mm-hmm. sports content. You don't get a lot of it this time of the year. So I didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, I didn't really know the setup of it. Reed Shepard was playing with his AU team, mm-hmm. his actual AU team. They're an Adidas team, and then Dillingham was playing on basically kind of just a made up. I, I don't know the story of their AU team. I certainly had never heard of it back when I was covering recruiting, but that doesn't mean anything. Teams That's coming. That's the school go. LeBron James came out with. That's his school. That's his team. Yeah. Yeah, but like, where do they? Because Bronny, Bronny, he plays on. Yeah, and that's the UIBL team. So this like is a hodgepodge, just kind of we're gonna throw something together last minute for this last last AU tournament of the of the summer season. But it was a insane lineup. Like it was right. it, it was star studded. They had Mabako, the guy going to Duke, they had Mookie Cook, they had Dillingham, obviously, they had a few others that I'm sure I'm just leaving out. Um not to not to waste time. But it was a really, really good team, except they had I don't know if they have ever played together or if they had, it probably wasn't very much at all, but I don't think they'd ever played together. And then it was against Reed Shepard's AU team that plays a lot together. Mm-hmm. And it was really, the basketball wasn't 
great at all moments of the game. It was AAU basketball. You saw a lot of it. But it was kind of fascinating in the sense that the Reed Shepherds team, they just set this ragtag group of free agents together to death. It was just set after set, back screen, backdoor cut, double screen off the ball. It was just, they were, it was like a chess match, and they were just getting whatever they wanted. And they had a fun roster. I, again, people that cover recruiting have probably known this for, for months, if not years. And then here's old TJ late to the news, but they were really fun. They, that, that's kind of the future of basketball or where people think the future of basketball is going. They would have five people on the floor that could shoot from pretty much anywhere on the floor. They'd bring them all out on the perimeter and then just kind of do find where your mismatch is and the new back cuts or expose the person that couldn't guard their matchup. And it really was fun to watch. And then on the flip side, Robert Dillingham's team, a group that hadn't gotten to play together, like I mentioned, they looked absolutely horrible at times. Like just, hey, not even one pass. The other team's doing like six passes before they get a shot off and then they'd come down and they wouldn't do a single pass. But then there'd be moments of just like, oh, we're a lot more talented than this Ohio Adidas basketball team. And the talent would just kind of shine through and they'd do some insane things. Bronny had a a really cool dunk where he kind of like imitated his dad. Yeah, it looked just like that. It really did. And I know, again, people that have watched Bronny, and I've seen the highlights. He does that frequently, but it was kind of cool. That was the first time I'd seen it in actual real time in a game. They'd have these moments that just like the athleticism, the freak talent would shine through. And they never, I think, got within like six. They were down big the whole game. But they'd go from being down 18 to you blinking and being down six. And then the Ohio Adidas team would come back and bang in four threes in six possessions, and then they'd be back up by 18 just like that. So while it wasn't like the most pretty basketball you ever saw, at least on one end, it was kind of fun to watch, it uh, it still was AAU basketball, but the styles were really cool to watch. And then the star of the show, not just if you were a UK show recapping last night's game, which we're probably the only radio show that's going to be doing that, uh, even if you're just a non-biased show, your takeaway would be this Reed Shepard kid going to Kentucky can play. Something that we've all known, but you've heard, and we mentioned it, I think, on KRC, they're like, hey, you know, don't, uh, you got to wonder if he gets in Tyler Hero category, and if he does that, obviously he's a one-and-done candidate. I, 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 you know, overreacting from one game, he showed all the pieces because, Roush, what he did well last night, will carry to the college level it'll carry to the nba it 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 will travel it's not something like well you know he's a good finisher against smaller guys but it's not not actually just dunking on people and stuff at the rim knocking down 24 footers contested uncontested that that carries he'll be able to do that at the college level he'll be able to do that at professional level whenever that day comes and he his stroke is pretty it's confident, and he showed range anywhere from right uh, toes on the line to six feet back, and he lets it rip, quick release. He's he's going to be a really, really nice college player for Kentucky, and maybe he ends up staying a couple years. I, I, I'm sure the nil deals will be really sweet for him, but he will not be having a senior day. I, I feel very confident in saying that. See, wow. I – 
I only got to see the second half of the game last night because I was late to the party as well, knowing that it was on. Of course, on Reed Shepard's team, there was an Indiana commit too, so I had to tune in and, and watch that. But I was really impressed with the way Reed Shepard was everywhere on the floor that he needed to be, especially on offense. His basketball IQ seems like it's through the roof. How many back cuts did he hit? And he was just in perfect position where he needed to be right by the basket or on the other end, passing to right where guys were cutting. I mean, it was it was very impressive from my point of view watching Reed Shepard last night. Oh, he usually had the best court awareness on the floor, yeah. and Agreed. LeBron James's son was also on the floor. It wasn't even close. Yeah, that, that was honestly – the shooting is going to lead and be the most important, obviously. We we all agree with that. But that was super impressive. Not just there, Justin. His passing was great, all those things. He knew when to cut. He knew how to kind of get his guy off balance and, uh, you know, head fakes and all the – you can use kind of your stereotypical sound basketball player for Reed Shepard. It fits for him. But defensively, jumping lanes, knowing where guys were going to go, you would have thought that he had scouted this team before. and Maybe he knew some tendencies of some of the players because he's played against them and camps and whatever, whatever else it may be. But he was jumping lanes on passes. He's just a smart basketball player. Really, really, really impressed. So, Scoots, my question for you, would you rather have – Reed Shepard or Gabe Cops? Um, I mean, that it's tough to say because they're two different positions. Indiana's in desperate need of some point guard help. Um, oh. so for that for that reason, I would have to go Gabe Cups. Um, but Reed, I would I would not bat an eye at Reed Shepard either. I would I would love to have him as a Hoosier. He's a hell of a player. Would Indiana fans go nuts for Reed Shepard, or is he? Not high enough rank. Uh, they would actually maybe be a little upset because he's from Kentucky, if we're being honest, because oh, Indiana fans are gotcha. petty like that. Gotcha. That makes sense. Check no, it, I, if Indiana had a chance to get Reed Shepard, they would they would go crazy. They'd oh, I, it. I don't know, but there would be a there would be a small portion of fans that are like, "Oh, he's a Kentucky guy. We don't want him." I mean, I don't. Th- maybe that there's always a few idiots somewhere, no. but I. I think there would be more of like, oh my gosh, we're taking this UK legacy recruit that they wanted, and he's coming and playing for us, and he's white. Whoa, this is a I, total package. I just appreciate, TJ, that we can get Justin to dump on his team and his fan base more than we can. You know, it's real. It's a, it's, we, we've done it. I don't mind it so much from that angle. He's and, and Justin, you're certainly entitled to your opinion. We love hearing him here on Kentucky Roll Call, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Replay the show 9 to 11. Search Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. But you're just kind of wrong a lot, unfortunately. I mean, that that's going to happen. I, it's like my baseball career. You're going to swing and miss. And if it's like my baseball career, you're going to do that a lot. So like I, I do enjoy it, Roush. Like I, I love when Justin rips IU. There's like a, there's just like a crack of sadness in his voice. It's really fun to hear. But I, I just, I think, ninety eight percent of people would agree IU fans would go bonkers to get Reed Shepard and not. And yes, again, there could be a few idiots that are like Kentucky, no good basketball there. But no, I think the the overwhelming consensus would be elation. Yeah, yeah but no, did he win the All Star game? That's, that's true. No, I, I I do agree, TJ, that the majority of the fan base would be stoked. But I do think there also, on the other hand, is that small portion that would be like, oh, he's a Kentucky guy. But Indiana Indiana fans are smart enough to know that Kentucky and Indiana pretty well the same place when it comes to playing high school basketball. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think you're right. Majority would be pumped. Yeah. Well, he's not going to IU. No, he's, no, no, he's not. You're... He's going to Kentucky. And I, I did see TJ that they did have a segment on uh, Reed's pop pop and uh, no, it's not mom mom. I, I was trying to that, that that was bad. But that ESPN did do a little a little feature on uh, Jeff and Stacy Shepard, and I just I'm 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 looking forward to Kentucky fans getting tired of those bits when we watch games on SEC Network in the near future. Oh yeah, it, it's it's going to be Willie Collins, wide receiver on mm-hmm. steroids. Yep. It, you won't you won't be hearing the end of that. Whatever. Um, Donna Smith in the stands. Yeah, it, it yeah. could be worse. It could be worse, I suppose. But yes, you'll be hearing a lot of it. They they always are just so, and I'm sure it's true because they, I, I don't think they'd lie this often. But gosh, every time they bring up, they're like, and the mom, the mom is the best athlete. It's like okay, all right, oh, oh, okay, yeah, dad won a national championship. Son, five star going to UK, but my mom was the best. It's like, all right, it's not a contest. <laughs> I do like when they they show cutaways though. Uh, Jeff is Jeff is in, intense in the stands. Like he he he's locked in. He's screaming, and he he that that's if you, that's what dads you know he 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 isn't um, the guy who's like coaching from the stands. At least I, I don't I don't think he's that overbearing. But I appreciate his intensity, and that's what is going to be fun about some of those broadcasts later on. Is they're going to find his parents, like they found Donna Smith, all the time in the stands, and for crowd reactions, excited. Like I, I, I love that stuff. I love the the parent reaction in the stands. Yeah, and whoever, I, I don't know how much Jeff had a say in the coaching or the X's and O's, but whoever that coach is, I know. I know. Again, I just watched one game, and they were going against a pretty undisciplined team that hadn't had any chemistry together. But should be coaching more than just AU. Maybe he does. But That's uh, Gabe, Gabe Cups is dad. That's who that is. I was impressed. Wow, nepotism. Good, good system. Uh, Lots of nepotism. I think Shepard was the best player on that team, but I guess neither, neither here nor there. But uh, Dillingham played in the game as well. He wasn't. He didn't look as maybe into it as the Ohio team did. You could see the Ohio team was embracing going against all the big stars because while there are plenty of good college players, highly ranked players, they don't get the hype that a lot of those other guys on the other right. team get. So they they embrace playing them, I think, more than the alternative. And Dillingham's team would turn it on. Dillingham himself would turn it on from time to time. He he looked good. I I, I all the things I still like about him are there. I think he finished with like 11 points, four assists. He'd have some burst, um, knock down some shots, hit a three, if I'm not mistaken. Quickest guy on the floor easily. You could see that just first step of, all right, well, nobody can really stay in front of him. He's got a lethal spin move that I'm sure we'll see a ton of at UK. But even in just a small sample size, you can tell he has got to get stronger with the ball. A lot of his turnovers were just, he was. He thought a foul was going to be called, or you know, there was a little bit of contact on his arm, and he he coughed it up, or he was going for the rim, expecting to get contact, but he's not strong enough to really sell it totally. So he's got to get stronger with the ball. Luckily, he's got well over a year to do that, and he will. But that that first step of speed is the real deal, and his ability just to kind of go get points in bunches is going to be really fun to watch at UK. And then you mix him with Shepard, where 
Dillingham's going to be able to pretty much get around anybody that you're going to put in front of him. He was last night, too. Then defenses collapse, and you got Shepard waiting out there, or defenses don't collapse, and then you're going to allow Dillingham to hopefully get a little bit tougher, and he'll he'll hopefully be able to finish. But if not, have likely you've got a Kingsley or another big to throw down an alley-oop or, or clean up his miss. So they're going to work really well together. Of course, uh, I should have mentioned not only will Dillingham have Shepard to kick it out to, also Justin Edwards potentially. So uh, these are all going to, to, to mesh very nicely with one another. If you've got a guard that can beat anybody off the dribble, the best thing to have surrounding him is shooters. And Kentucky is doing that. Reed Shepard, no doubt about it, is a shooter. And it's uh, the future is bright. I'm can't wait for this basketball season, but I think whenever it comes to an end, and hopefully it's with cutting down the nets, but if it doesn't, I still won't be able to help but get excited for the season after. And there was a little part of me that was doing that with the March loss to St. Peter's with this year. I, I, again, I didn't know exactly how the team was going to look, but you knew there was going to be enough good pieces where it was going to be fun again. Uh, that's something I don't take for granted. But the pieces are there, Roush, already in UK. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, pretty much every radio show, not done recruiting. DJ Wagner and, and, and maybe some others could join the fold as well. Man. What do you think Dillingham and Shepard said to each other after the game? I don't know. Did you see where the IU guy, Shepard, and Bronny were all cutting it up? Were you watching at that point? Yeah, uh, Gabe Cups is really close with uh, with the James family. He was actually did a one on one workout with LeBron not too long ago. Well, they hmm. mentioned that. I did not. I did not know those things. But I thought that was kind of cool. I'd like to know what they were discussing after Dillingham and Shepard. I don't know. You feel like somebody probably would have had the scoop on that. Did Jack Pilgrim have the scoop on that rush? Um, I, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I was just sitting it, there and I was like, man, I would love to know what these guys are saying to each other. Yeah, I bet Dillingham was probably like. Hey, good good stuff out there. I like I liked what I saw, and yeah. uh, again, just all around good game for for Shepard defensively, shooting, scoring, passing the, the the whole package of a performance. So, Bronny James, how um, what, what's what's he going to do? Do we is, is he uh, is he going to go to college? What would you do if you? What would you do if you were? What would you want to do if you were Bronny? Or what would you want him to do if you were LeBron? I would want him to go to college because he, I feel like that's the best place to develop uh, because he's, I mean, he's not NBA ready. He's not that good. He's not his dad good. He's a fine player. You know, and I, I don't, I don't think it's the same thing with Michael Jordan's kids where they were really getting Bowder name. Like he's, he's got some skills there. Oh, one of the Jordan kids was good. Yeah. I mean, he went to Illinois and was like a rotational player, right? Yeah. Hey, that's solid. That's what I mean. Like I, I think Bronny is a step up from just being a average rotational player. But like I, I, I would think he should go to college. Like what, what's he going to do? Try to do the G League, and then a year later, that I know it's going to be a circus wherever this kid goes. But if he's in college, you can be the the, the college circus sounds more appealing than than staying on this like pro circuit circus, if you will circuits yeah i i agree with you i would want if i were lebron i'd want him to go to college if i was Bronny, i think i'd, I'd want to go to college it may be hard because i'm sure they have this complex that like oh we've got the best trainers and if we decide mm-hmm. to put you in the g league then it's just basketball 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 and you don't even have to worry about the facade of school and blah 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 uh so maybe that's on their brain i've got no idea obviously but 
I'd want to go. I, I, you'd want to almost just treat it as as much as a regular, normal recruitment as possible. Who's going to develop my son the best and take the most right. time and make him a priority in their system? And then you also do need to who also can handle the zoo that this will be. Uh, who wants to take it on? You could. I don't know if any school would say no to it, but you'd at least need to have kind of a plan for how you'd handle yeah. him coming to campus. And all right. Hey, you, you're not a starter. Is that going to be, people are going to be talking about this. Is that, are you going to be cool with that? You know, you'd, you'd, you'd want to make sure you'd have a good fit. I wouldn't mind him at UK. And I know I'm in the minority, probably in that opinion. If, if Cal felt comfortable with it and the staff felt comfortable with it, then, then I think UK is one of the few places that could embrace it and handle it pretty solidly. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I just, you, he'd, he'd have to be cool being like, potentially eighth man ninth man games where he gets little to you know a, a stacy pool role to some degree and stacy pool wasn't cool with it so how would brownie be cool with it so i, I doubt it ever happened where it'd be uk just because i don't know if he'd be excited about not being a starter potentially but he, i if, i wouldn't mind it if they if they, everybody was on board with it in his role I'd, I'd be cool with it he's gonna be a good basketball player uh Will he be his dad? No. Will he be a lottery pick? Probably not. Will he be a first-round pick? Probably not. But he could turn into somebody that actually makes the NBA on his own merit and not his name. He'll probably make it based on his name regardless. But uh, I would, right. I'd be down for it. What about you? Well, and I, I think you need somebody that – you can't have a coach who's new to this game coach a guy like Bronny because there is – the NBA aspect of handling these big personalities, and that's why I think – Calipari would be attractive to the James family. I'd be for it as well, uh, especially, you know, I, we, we had that kind of conspiracy theory that he ticked off Nike because of not, for not playing in the, the Phil Knight tournament. And now, obviously, UK's recruiting fortunes have changed, but having LeBron in your back pocket, like I, I, Kentucky fans, we like, as much as there are some, some you know, uh, the the crazies out there that Justin tends to always allude to with Indiana, th- there are going to be some kind of, well, he, he's only here because of his name. Like, it's cool being, we, we love being the cool program. And adding Bronny James would certainly inject that there. And as long as he's a good teammate and he's not some sort of prima donna that can't find a role, then I'd, I'd be good with it. I, I don't know anything about this kid, though. You know, that's up for Cal to evaluate, to judge. Um, but you know, Cal might be the right guy that can give him a good amount of hard coaching without the, without either going over too over the top and also knowing how to play the game in the public eye to keep the, 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 the cameras at bay, if you will, the lofty expectations at bay. Yeah, it's, I think he could be a nice player. He probably needs some brace trying to be great at something. He's kind of seems like a a jack of all trades sort of Master player gun. from what yeah. from what I've seen, but um, I could also see him just going to like Memphis and LeBron saying, "Hey, I'm going to be sitting behind the bench if that's cool with you, Penny. Like I'm going to be involved here." And you know, Cal obviously being like, "I don't mind taking on the circus," but to a certain degree, where I could see some other schools being like, "You can sit on the bench for all we care. Like you bring it, bring it on." Uh, so I don't think it'll end up being Kentucky. I don't think it's anything UK fans have to worry about. Uh, I bet, I bet like a Memphis or I wonder if Duke would do it. You know, Duke would love the attention. Mm-hmm. 
but also do you trust John Shire? You know, Shire's probably like, this is a team. I'm not going to allow the circus, Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But we'll see. Not not something I think UK fans have to worry about. Uh, Let's go to a break, and we'll come back, and we'll tell you what UK fans do need to worry about. Don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Xbox Radio. DJ Walker, Justin, Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Back Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Edge Sports Radio, 96.1 AM. Justin, are the is the AM working today? Or was it is the AM working today? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll check real quick. I think it started working later yesterday. Okay. So I think hopefully hopefully it should be. But yeah, I was down for a little bit yesterday. There was a power at the tower sort of deal. Couldn't out of out of Big X's control. So confirmed it's working. That's what we like to. That's what we like to hear. Uh, so hopefully it's it's back on today. But you can listen on FM or AM. Different parts of the city and town have different strengths. But I can when I'm kind of crossing counties. I was in Shelby County yesterday. Ninety six one was coming in just fine. So that nice. was uh, that that was nice to hear. Also, after getting back from Shelby County, went and got myself some Salsaritas Taco Tuesday. Brought lunch for the wife. We enjoyed. Uh, it was so easy. You go there. You're in and out. They make the food in front of you. You know it's fresh. You know it hasn't been sitting around for a while. It was. Uh, everybody's always there. So nice as well. Scanned my app. I got 22 points, and then I got a message when I got home, and it was like you have 12 dollars off your next order. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't really get how the point system works for Salsaritas, but I don't ask questions because it seems like I'm saving money each and every time I go. Also on that app, you can order catering, you can order delivery, you can order the, you can play, you can make your order right there on the phone. So uh, it's waiting for you when you get to the restaurant, if you'd rather do that sort of, sort of deal. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Enjoy the remaining days of queso month at Salsaritas because it runs out when July is over, but they'll still have queso every day. They just won't be doing cool promotionals and their queso. I'm not even a big queso guy. There's mm. Amazing. I'm not. Baby. All right. Roush, I said there may be something that UK fans do need to worry about, and that is U of L football recruiting is having their big Cardinal barbecue, the Cardinal Q, bringing in a lot of recruits for it. Now, we know that on three tried to slow down their recruiting momentum. Oh, man. We need to worry about it picking up this weekend. Uh, they've, They've got a lot of talent coming in. Can I just say that every school sucks? Every school that comes up with some stupid name for this weekend just sucks. Um, there's a Big Cat weekend at Auburn. I think Texas A&M is calling it a pool party. Like, you all suck. You're all losers. You're all dorks. It's, it's, it's the lamest thing I've ever heard. Just you, It doesn't need to have some sort of stupid name. The Cardinal Q. Just have a bunch of kids in your, on your campus. It's fine. 
Oh, Justin Roush has worked up again. He's his cranky Roush from yesterday is back. This is our favorite Roush. It really, it really, they're fun, Roush. It's supposed to be, you know, we you, we had K Week at UK, remember? Yeah, and I didn't go to one single thing because it's for dorks. Wow, you missed out on a lot. Of, you missed out on a lot of fun. Oh, I didn't get to wait around in the stadium to make this outline of the state of Kentucky. Jeez, I really missed out. Oh, would you you go drink with your friends? You never got to do that in college after that night, did you? I did. Only that you were ever able ever to drink with your friends was K Week night, where we made the really cool K. I cherish that picture fondly. I've, I haven't seen oh, it in thirteen you, years, but you I cherish it in your office. Yeah, it's somewhere out there in the. That was a fun. That was a fun night. It, it was cool just walking across campus. You kind of felt like you were in like a, a military coup or something like that. Thousands of people just storming the streets. That was kind of fun. The water balloon thing too was definitely overrated, but it was fun to watch from afar. I forgot what. Uh, oh yeah, the water balloon. I I only participated in it once, and I think I threw like two water balloons and then just got the hell out of there. Yeah, and it all. I mean, it water balloon fights in general never meant to last very long. But the, just the quick onslaught was pretty funny. Uh, you just see, like, water splashing in all directions. Uh, but it would just ruin their fields for the entire year. It's like, okay, let's get these fields into good shape so we can play some sporting events on it. Ah, and they're gone before it even starts. Are there, is there a bigger hit or miss than water balloon fights? It's either a hell of a lot of fun or it's a major letdown. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna trigger a few of our listeners that that get super triggered when we talk about our college days. Pretty much anything in the past get these mm-hmm. folks worked up. But uh, our fraternity, which got camp kicked off campus my sophomore year, Lambda Chi. I don't even know if they're back at UK or if they're not, but uh, it was ridiculous. It was a it was a it was a witch hunt. We were unjustly kicked off uh-huh. campus. But our philanthropy event, Justin, was a watermelon bust. So, like, we would just get a big mud pit, and then you'd cut up, like, watermelons. And, I mean, the watermelons were pretty much an afterthought. But we'd have, like, tug-of-war, and you'd have other games that you'd do in the mud. And for an 18, 19-year-old college kid, that was that was a, that was a fun day. So, the I'm with- why they call it watermelon bust if it was already all cut up? It's a good question. Don't yeah. have any, I mean, I think maybe somewhere along the way we would like just, you know, you take a watermelon and just throw it on the ground, like quite literally busting it. But I, I can't specifically think of what game that would be. But I do mm-hmm. remember as an associate, we were not pledges, no big deal. We were associates and we had to like physically cut up watermelon and just throw them in the mud. So you'd be like mud wrestling somebody you'd fall down and then you just see like a big slice of watermelon right there you take a big bite of it just kidding nobody would eat the muddy watermelon but it wasn't you we were just like everybody heading back to the dorms would just be covered in mud and we went out later that night i've probably told this somewhere along the line on krc but a few guys didn't know that they needed to clean out their ears so like we were out at like a ba- I was gonna say a bar, but we were eighteen or nineteen, so it wouldn't have been a bar. But we were at like a basement house party, and I just remember like girls going up to these guys and being like, "You have uh, you have like two inches of mud in your ear." <laughs> these guys just being devastated. Oh, that that'll ruin it for you. To to go back to the water balloon talk though, Scoots, I do think that you have a lot more longevity with the snowball fight than a water balloon fight because. You can never make there, – there's no such thing as enough water balloons. You can always have more. Uh, 
And the thing with water balloons too, there's nothing worse than when you get a direct hit, but the balloon just isn't full enough to yeah. to splat. That's a real bu- buzz kill. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I brought that up. I mean, it's either a really good time or not a good time, and and situations like that where you're throwing them at people and they don't break, that's that adds to the not good time part. I would guess that Roush may be more up to date on this than Scoot, but I ask both of you: Are you all familiar with the new water balloon technology out there? <laughs> I am, and no. as a matter of fact, TJ, I'm actually more pro old school way. Be- and, and this is purely because I have a toddler and not like, uh, you know, middle school age kids or something like that, where they're going to actually fight. But the the new thing that TJ is referring to, Scoots, you basically screw it on the end of your hose, you turn it on and it fills up 100 balloons and like instantly. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And there's all that, that's really cool. I like that one. I, I don't know why you wouldn't like that, Roush, for what it's well, worth. Because uh, when you fill up one at a time, like Duke just wants to, it, it, it takes up more time. Like we, we can kill more time that way because he inevitably is just going to like throw the balloon at the ground or like throw it up in the air. So they go pretty quickly. If you just, if you have to hook up the nozzle every time, it buys you a little bit more of keeping him busy. Oh, man. Well, I, I, I hear that. I, you can try it out next summer with Lucy. It'll be fun. Yeah, I, I'll rather come back a million. But there's also the reusable ones. Are you familiar with those, Roush? More maybe pool toy water balloons than out of the street. They could, that, they could work either way. That sounds impossible. You throw the water balloon and bust. It's like, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It's got like a little flap on it and... If you squeeze it too hard, it'll just collapse in your hand. But the flap is strong enough to keep water in where you can throw it and it'll hit somebody. Then the water will come out of the flap. And then that person can just pick it up, like stick it in a bucket, theoretically, fill it up again, and then do it again. So that, those are kind of neat, too. So it's almost like a net that you cast out. Like a weighted not, net. Not, no, not anything, not anything like that. It's yeah, one individual then- water balloon. I like know, but could, the net, though, when you throw a net out and then you pull it in, all of the things close to capture what's in the net, kind of like this flap, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, you, but uh, you, yeah, yeah, you could also think of it as just like a ball that gets filled up with water. <laughs> oh, suck it, buddy. <laughs> anyways anyways why doesn't uk do you know not not to get we don't need to come up with some corny name why don't we do like the cats the the cats club the cats summer club cats meow chilling with the cats in the summer time they're having some guys in town this weekend are they okay that's good yeah well here's the thing is they they you they typically uh I, i don't think this weekend usually exists where I, I think it's the way that the calendar falls where you get an extra weekend in between your dead period of recruiting and your, uh, well, I should say your two dead periods because once practices start in August, you can't have kids on campus. Um, so I, I think this is uh, unusual um, where you get to have a weekend where you have kids on campus. UK had a uh, top 500 DB on campus yesterday. Um, but the one that I'm, I'm 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 waiting to see if he gets there or not. They're going to try to get him there. Could be a big one is the uh, the Kendrick Gilbert from uh, Indianapolis, the defensive lineman, four star guy that Kentucky's been recruiting for a while. 
And uh, they, they like where they're at with him. I know there was a little concern because people thought that he was going to announce his decision uh, in early July, uh, but that got pushed back. But the the, the latest intel I, I've got is Kentucky feels pretty good. They're going to try to get him on campus this weekend. And, and that, that that could tee up a commitment before – uh, before before the high school season starts for him in a, in three weeks or so. Yeah, that's been a, a little game of cat and mouse between him and Kentucky, so hopefully UK can seal the deal there. All right, well, good. I'm glad UK's taking advantage of these weekends like other schools do. If nothing else, it seems like a solid time to build relationships for younger guys. I don't know all the recruiting rules and restrictions, but yeah, all the, the U of L folks super pumped up talking about uh, – I think old Deputy Doofus was guaranteeing U of L will finish with a top 15 class. I'd <laughs> not it, disagree more. Does, does, I thought he was a recruiting guy, isn't he? What do you mean? Isn't, that, like, isn't his website a recruiting website? Or the Cardinal Crunch Zone? Oh, no. That's okay. Okay. I thought, I thought he. I thought his website. No, that's just the one that makes like a, a highlight video once a year and people freak out. I, I fully could admit that I, I I get all the U of L blogs mixed up. They're like Cardinal Beak Crunch, Red Zone Black, the mm. oven. It's but like I, the the hip hop songs they would come out with in the mid two thousands every year. Admittedly, I could do the same with like UK websites. Cats, Blue Sea, Paws. Hmm. Yep. Scratch. Yep. All of those mixed up. But uh, I guess Spanx. Even though he isn't, I, I just thought he covered recruiting for like I, I thought that was his end early on, but I guess not because anybody with a brain that covers recruiting would know that that's not how this works. Like, yes, you'll 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 have a top twenty-five class, but top fifteen, you got to stack them up, and they're not going to be able to stack them up. It's going to be top heavy. Um, they've done a good job, but that and and, and DJ and I don't like being because uh, I, I come across as a hater. But like, not every one of those kids is going to to stick. You know that that's just the nature. That's how recruiting works. Even in Kentucky's best years, they're gonna they they've cut back on some of their decommitments late. But that's just that's just how recruiting works. And um, the funniest are the people who say that Ruben Owens is going to Louisville because he has a tattoo. It's like, oh yeah, because that's th- those are always. There's nothing that could ever change somebody's mind who's gotten a tattoo. Oh, here we go, Justin. Here's this chance to bash Danny Clark. Go ahead. I'm not. No. Tee off on him. I'm not, I'm not going to make this a weekly occurrence where I got to bash Danny Clark. <laughs> so then Danny Clark gets a tattoo. Everybody. No, it's. Uh, you're right. The tattoo. I, I agree. You're, you're going to have some some deep commitments, and just from you, you all could have a great season, and you probably would have a few. But a yeah. team picked to finish fourth in their sorry division, Roush, you're probably going to have a few people jump ship. Yeah, and and you actually might want some of those kids to decommit too. Like they might, if 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 you're as good as you think you are, you want to lose some of these stragglers and get better kids. I mean, it happens. That's how recruiting works. And those dinguses over there just are clueless. Um, so I my I don't I don't know what if it really was just the one night of not getting a good night's sleep that had me grumpy. But I just I my, my tolerance is at a all time low. Yeah, I love it. I, th- I think you're really at a breaking point. Uh, it's good. It's been going on, I think, for a little bit now, and I, I look forward to seeing exactly where this uh, this tantrum 
ends up. But I do want to take this time talking to you about recruiting and all that stuff. Can you spill the beans on your secret inside secrets? Uh, not not yet, not yet. Oh. I'm just I'm, I'm struggling to find somebody to confirm it because it's just the nature of it. It's just it's tough. It's tough. But I'm 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 I'm, I'm efforting. Justin, name the movie. Playful secrets. Ooh, I've got nothing. Roush, any idea? I really don't. Uh, Your Highness. What? Actually, never watched that movie. I thought I would like it, but never, never, never watched it. How about you give us movie quotes from movies we've seen? What? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it is like peak stoner comedy. Justin, I yeah. figured you probably watch it nightly, to be honest with you. And secondly, is it a great movie? No, it is not a great movie. Are there some hilarious moments in it? Absolutely. Is it worth watching for a couple goobers like yourself? One hundred percent. First of all, not really it, sure what you're meaning there. Second of all, the title of the movie doesn't grab me, so I'm out. It's um, it's a spoof on like fantasy stuff. It's Danny McBride, James Franco. I remember when it came out. It was um, it's quite popular. Not the title is Justin out. <laughs> what what's wrong with your highness? It's a play on the word high. Oh, is that how they spell it? Yes. Oh, okay. That, that's a little better then. I was just yeah. thinking, like like the princess or whatever highness is. It's a it's certainly a good Wednesday movie. It's almost a mandatory Wednesday movie. Even I'll check it out tonight. Yeah, well, it's uh, there are there are some there are some really funny one-liners in it, but it, it is a totally and completely ridiculous Man, movie. Just bringing that up has me hyped. For, like the 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 Game of Thrones uh, spinoff is what ten days away or so. Uh, I think it's a week from Sunday. Uh, and- like Mid August. Uh, man, I'm probably getting it mixed up here. But either way, I, the, the the trailer finally came out and it got me pumped. It got me really pumped. It's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff, even if, though you you can figure out which way it's going. Which way is it going? August 21st. Yeah, damn it! I thought it was August. All 6th. right, I hate to do that. That's the worst when you're excited about something like when yeah. you, like a Friday or something. It's a Thursday or you think it's right. a month. Right. Yeah, it's under a month. That's the good news. And yeah. just think about it. When that bad boy comes out, then like it's football season. It is. We, we are, high school football will have started by that point. You're defending state champion St. X Tigers. We'll probably be 1-0 by that point, most likely. So, yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I, I already know that there's going to be people who are ticked off about the names because it's going to be a lot of Targaryens. So trying to figure out, at least in the old show, you could just – Oh look, they have a different crest. Like that's who they belong to. This one might be a little bit more different to suss out which white-haired people are. And like, and there's going to be a lot of incest too. So like, you know, mm. just yeah, uh, good old incest. That was the thing though about the initial Game of Thrones was they did a good like you did have just your flat-out villains from time to time, but like you could under like the characters were complex and you could, some people could like this character or other people would like this character. They need to, they need to try to recreate that. And then as game of Thrones went on, it became a little bit more cut and dry of like bad guy, good guy, bad guy, mm-hmm. good guy. They need to do a good job of making like, Hey, this person's good, but they also bone their cousin. So you, you got to take yeah. that in consideration. This right. person seems bad, but they're doing everything for their daughter who is he's raising by herself or something. Yeah, like make them complex characters where people can kind of pick and choose their sides. If you just make it where it's going to be good versus bad, it's it's not going to it's not going to be a hit. And that's how to make a TV show according to TJ. 
Well, and that, um, man, I sound like a super nerd when I say this, but I was following along uh, a Twitter account that was tweeting quotes from Comic-Con, and that was one of the, the points they hit. Gray characters is what they call them, where you can interpret them multiple directions, and that's that's the goal of this show. Um, we we also had George R. R. Martin say the books and its characters are like his kids, and it's like, oh. well, you've abandoned them, you fat loser. Write the damn books. Get Whoa. off your ass. Whoa. Come on. Roush, would you ever go to Comic-Con? I mean, if if I was in San Diego at the same time, sure. Like it, it, that, that's that's one of those things where you know, when in Rome, but I don't think I would go out of my way because as much as I enjoy some of the stuff from there, you know, I I, I, I haven't caught up with the Avengers movies since the 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 last phase or whatever they want to call it. You know, I I enjoy them; they're fine. But I, with all the stuff there, it's it's a fine sideshow, but it's not. It's not like a football convention or something like that where I'm like, "Ooh, I need I need to check this off the bucket list. I need to go to the Rose Bowl." It's 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 different, completely different. All right, cool. You got some of your dweeb points back. Just tweets from Comic Con. Give me a break, Roush. Tell everybody about Thornton's and let's uh, go ahead and, and get out of this hour. Well, Thornton's, I really need to go there because I'm hungry and a breakfast burrito sounds delicious right now. Uh, the best part about Thorns too is when you download the refreshing rewards app, they just give you coupons all the time. You just check your app. Uh, yesterday, I went to pick up my parents from the airport, turn on my car, it has the gas light on. I check my app, 20 cents off, just sitting there right there waiting for me, spanking on the bottom. I got gas for 374 yesterday. Felt like I was stealing it at Thornton's. Download the refreshing rewards app, check them out today, wow. and text it in the Thornton's text line, 502 502- 414-1450. We're going to get to a lot of those in our number two of Kentucky Roll Call right here on Big X Sports Radio. One thing that you got to remember is one monkey don't stop, no shoulders train going to keep on rolling. Oh, yeah, just think our life going to keep on going. Oh, yeah, this train going to keep on rolling. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday Hump Day edition of KRC. We appreciate okay. you listening along. Get a text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I want to remind everybody that you can text into the Thornton's text line anytime throughout the day. Three to six is a little dicey. We'll still try to fish it out if we can, but really anytime besides that, we'll definitely catch it. We'll put it into our little text thing, and then we'll read it. And uh, we, we appreciate people that interact with the show. We don't take phone calls so this is the way we do it and uh keep them coming keep them coming and, and again shout out to thornton's kelly leonardo and alex cupper thornton's is great make sure you're downloading the refreshing rewards app roush i want to get to the text line i know we've got a few other things to talk about uh so we'll get to the text line maybe in five minutes or so but you you couldn't help yourself you went after uh, i did Goodman yesterday i did and the, the annoying part, too, was 
Like, I, I mean, I, I brought the gotcha girls with me. I got him. But it still wasn't satisfying because he didn't even play along. Like, I mean, he would respond, but he would acknowledge nothing I said. You're clueless. You're an idiot. Which, I mean, that means I'm one because it's pretty evident that, like, and obvious that he panders to whoever gives him access. And I, I don't even care about, um, I like, oh, you, you want to talk bad about UK? Whatever. It's more so about, like, using the others to, like, just ignoring other schools, other teams, other coaches that act out. And it's like you claim to be Mr. High and Mighty Journalist, yet were you were you upset when Mark Few did Mark Few get disciplined at all when he got his DUI? I think Zero. he I think he maybe had a game suspension. One game, maybe? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing then, nothing serious. And Bill Self, you know, he uh the the funny part about it was when uh he said something about self, he's like, Well, he 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 used Mark Few as an example, and it's like, you mean the guy who got a slap on the wrist for his DUI, like that's that's who you're gonna bring up. Real rich. I really just hope that I I, I ate at his core when I brought up Jonathan Giovanni because he he can see right through Giovanni's bullcrap and know that Giovanni will pump up whoever gives him access, and he doesn't realize that he's doing the same exact thing. And that's just the part that I hope I hope he looked in the mirror later on and was like, damn it. He might be right. That's probably not the case, though. He was probably just like, this UK guy's a real DB. But at least by putting Giovanni in there, I, I hope it, it dug at him a little bit harder. And yeah, you're 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 going for deep cuts. I Jeff's just a troll, I think is is simply put. And he trolls UK fans because you could pander to them or you could troll them, but either way, as long as you're getting interactions with them, you're you're happy. And again. I've got no issue with asking the question about how would that look, but one UK gets a commitment. DJ Wagner did not commit. So it's kind of a, a hypothetical. Again, you can have that conversation. I've got no problem with it, but it's three top five guys. It's not a bad thing. You, I mean, the, to phrase it as such too many ball dominant guards is how how are they going to mesh? It's freak talent. It's freak athleticism. It's a freak amount of skill. But how will they mesh? It, he always just seems to kind of take somewhat of a negative turn. I I'm not, I wasn't so much bothered by it, but um, he knows what he's doing. He's just trolling Kentucky fans. He's looking for reactions. So I know, and I I played into it. So in a way, he got me. But it was very just that guy. Oh, he can be so infuriating, so infuriating at times. And uh, he, and another thing with him is it's again we mentioned it yesterday, but he's in, he's wildly inconsistent, which does just confirm that he is a troll, and that's fine. Right, he's he's right. allowed to do that. But like you know, with the Duke stuff, no no issues about how they were going to mesh. But you're you mentioned it already with how he treats coaches, people that are nice to him versus people that don't give him the time of day or treat him just like an average Joe. He wants to feel important. And if people make him feel important, he's gonna be nice to him. If people don't make him feel important, then he's gonna kinda have a axe to grind against him. He he's very easy to read. There's no layers to Jeff Goodman whatsoever. But uh, do you have anything to add to the to the conversation? Because there's a little bit of breaking news. Oh, there is. I love breaking news. I just suck at Jeff Goodman. Uh, you're the worst. 
and I, I'm I, I was disgruntled. I was up. I, I should have not done it, but I was in a I was in a mood yesterday, so I just kept going, kept going, and I've got to I've just got to take a step back today. Got to take a step back today. Yeah, yeah. Chill out some. It's it's a Wednesday. Relax. Let your hair down. And uh, are you busy working today? Every day I'm busy working. Roush. Come on. The tough life. Yeah. Every day you're busy working. Every day. <laughs> We're gonna take it. You know, take a little break today. Make today extra less work and just just chill out, man. Just chill the hell out. Uh, all right. Anyways, Jack Pilgrim with an exciting tweet. He says, "What if I told you Little Wayne and Coach Cal were friends?" <gasps> In Kentucky, Little Wayne's not saying no to anything right now, by the way. And I'm a Little Wayne guy. You go back to high school, TJ, yeah. it was, it was Carter. He's uh, just really he's uh, yeah. he, but he doesn't say he doesn't say no to he's on every he's done he's done a collaboration with at, with everybody. And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him at Waterfront Wednesday tonight, Roush, and he was just up there with Moon Taxi yeah. ripping away. Yeah, he um He's looking a little worse for the wear too. I I feel like a an auntie, like uh you know some, one of those those great aunts who might not even be your aunt that's always telling you you need to. You look like a bag of bones. You need to eat something. I feel like I want to say that to Lil Wayne. He just looks unhealthy. Unless, unless syrup. He's a little guy, and some of the new stuff he does is okay. Most of it, not great. I still like him. Still fan of him. Oh, but Carter uh, Three just will forever slap. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Poor intern Jacob probably doesn't even know about that, Justin, does he? No, probably not. Uh, I mean, he would have been he would have been real young, so his, there's no way his parents were letting him listen to that. Ooh, uh, favorite song off it, real quick. Let the beat build for me. Well, I think that... maybe it's just Mr. Carter for me. Oh, okay. Did, that was a good did one, that too. one have Mrs. Officer? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Miss Officer for me. <laughs> hey, Carter, who? Who have you? I, I even like the Martian one too. I mean, that that really is a you can just start to finish and listen. I mean, there's no no bad ones on that one. Yeah, he's got that. I swear to God, when I leave this earth, it'll be on both feet, never knees in the dirt. And then uh, he's got some words that you're not all. It's just he was. Yeah, that he's the oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about that song. Uh, three Pete. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I guess that was Three Pete. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Carter. Yeah, there's there's two of them though. The yeah. Mr. Carter one was the pre- the one where he takes the uh, President Carter's inauguration and mixes over it, right? So I, I am so. with uh, Jay Z on it. Yeah, I Good am stuff. him. Good stuff. All right. Anyways, right. <laughs> look at that. Is, we're just going to listen to Carter three the rest of the show. Jack Pilgrim continues and says, "And Kentucky was working to get Little Wayne and Drake together in Lexington." Or Kanye has promised Rob Dillingham he'll come see him play for the Wildcats, and Drake could serve as an assistant coach for Kentucky in the Bahamas. The funniest one is the last one. <laughs> that one is funny. Just imagining like Drake wearing the coach's gear and you know pointing. <laughs> Just, we need uh, to get him back in the warmups again. He's got to get he's got to get a redemption at the air ball that he threw up. Well, but that just shows you the maturation process. You know, he was the player in the warmups, and now he's the assistant coach <laughs> on the clipboard. That's a good point. <laughs> Imagine Drake getting pissed off and like slamming a clipboard down. Remember in fourteen when Cal just went and started working the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. that was 
<laughs> and it also showed you that he had no idea what he was doing. No, that was that was a good time. That it, Cal also makes a, a big point to like not coach in the Bahamas. Yeah. With, I, I don't really care, but they gosh, they bring it up every two seconds. It's it's like all right, we we get it. That's, yeah, yeah, no, we know. No, no big deal. But the Bahamas trip is just a good time for kind of silly things to happen. Uh, Jack says, thinking big, Kentucky is thinking bigger, working diligently behind the scenes to get some crazy things lined up in the future. The brand is strong. Right, we got Jack Pilgrim back on the on the UK Calipari hype train. Well, he, did you I see think uh, he was wavering a little bit there at the end of the season? Understandably so. Things didn't end the way that we wanted, but now he's back and I love it. Did you see him uh posted up next to Cal at the Peach Jam? I did not. No, it's his uh, Twitter profile picture now. It's it's him in between Cal and Hubert Davis. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Then I, you know, I've seen the picture. I just never really clicked on it to see who was who was there. Yeah. So hey, and Jack, that's that's straight from Calipari. Might as well be right. Man, that that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, We'll we'll see. You know, as long as recruits like it, that's all I really care about. Right, right, right. And I, I also wonder, too, like, is Lil Wayne, they, do they know him for his music or for being on first take with Stephen A? They'd know him for his music. Okay. I just I just don't know what his new... Don't be disrespectful. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the Thornton Stacks line, 502-414-1450. For Robert, he says, the last comment on the whole Nocta thing, they will end up sponsoring college basketball teams, not just individual players. Keep that in mind moving forward. Rob Dillingham also has a nil, nil deal with the brand. So Nocta probably going to be like a Jordan where you've got UNC and I think Michigan. They're mm-hmm. technically Jordan, which is housed by Nike, but... Right. Different right. than Nike, kind of wink, wink. So Nocta probably going to be something like that. I could see Georgetown being Georgetown is currently Jordan, but they wear jerseys that kind of like are the Nocta weird designs. I have, a, I mean, Kentucky's due for new uniforms. Right? Yeah, maybe Kentucky will be Nocta. Yeah, I mean, it, the stars are aligning for that to be the case. So um, I'd be I, fine with it. I'm sure some people would get worked up. I did, worked up like what, old people not. Yeah, well, I yeah they get worked up. Go back to Converse, damn it. <laughs> um, the uh, I, I will say I don't anticipate those coming out anytime before the Bahamas though. I think they'll still do the practice jerseys thing like they did uh, in the previous trips to the Bahamas. Just oh, they've worn, no, they've worn some special jerseys for the Bahamas. The fourteen team wore some of the ugliest jerseys in the history of jerseys. Those were the worst checkerboard ones. Yeah, but wasn't that basically, I mean, a practice jersey, though, where it just had the UK logo on it? Those weren't, like, their practice jerseys. Okay. They just looked like them, and they weren't. They only wore them for the Bahamas. Correct. And they were okay. hideous. I don't know what they, I don't, I think, I don't know what they, I don't remember what they did in 18. Their last Bahamas trip with Hero and the gang. Yeah, I don't really remember either. Yeah, I think that one maybe just was practice jerseys. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, Texter says, I didn't hear how to win the football poster, but I'll apply. I listen on podcasts every day down here in Atlanta. I need that swag for the man cave wall. Um, yeah, and I forgot that I had closed my direct messages. I, I oh, wow. Them. Not a man I, of the people. I, 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 closed, I opened them because Roush told me to. It was a huge mistake 
and uh, I forgot that they are closed. So that was that was not not that was not great. You can just tweet me, just just tag me in a tweet, and then I'll direct message you, and we'll get the uh, the address. I'm not opening the direct messages again, Roush, and you can't make me. Well, I guess you just hate people. But I had a few. There's a few other textures. I'm happy to help out. Uh, but we got to get in touch one way or another. You got to give me your address one way or another. A texter says, I can understand questioning how to how two ball dominant guards in Dillingham and Wagner would play together. I just don't see how Edwards factors in here. He's a wing player who doesn't need the ball a ton to be successful. Totally agree. Well, and that, that was just the, our point initially. It's like you could just say Kentucky's getting a good player with Justin Edwards, but in that same tweet, you also have to mention well, I don't know how the next two are going to work together. Just getting ahead of that take, really, and that's when you know he's just being a troll. Just- yeah, you sum it up. You sum it up well, Thornton's text liner. Mm-hmm. A texter says Jack compared Jack Pilgrim. We're getting a lot of shout outs today. Wow. Compared him yeah. to Rodney Hood, which I can see. Have to make sure you compare the lefty to a lefty. You have to. It's- you got to like doing the lefties with the lefties, but that's the thing with like comparisons like that. And I'm a basketball dork, but I I had to kind of go deep back into my brain and be like Rodney Hood. Okay, Mississippi State to Duke. What did he? How was he? Kind of like oh okay, I kind of remember. Yeah, that makes. Okay, that'd be nice. I'd be for that. I just don't know if the average fan can be like, oh, Rodney Hood, the guy that went to Mississippi State, transferred to Duke, and what was on the Warriors there for a little bit. I don't know where he is now. Maybe he's still there. Oh, I uh, yeah. I, I, just, no I like to do the Kentucky ones. They don't make for as good as comparisons, but I think more people can at least get the gist of it, Roush, as they say in the business. Mm, Rodney yep. Hood is with the Clippers. The Clippers? Okay. Say, I have no idea. LA's team. But I didn't remember that he initially went to Mississippi State, so that's a good callback. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that too. It's a good call, Sports Talker. I remember I, ha- I was happy he was transferring because it was like, oh, sweet, good player, leaving the SEC, sweet. And then it was to Duke, and I was like, oh, man. Michigan State, punt, touchdown, more improbable. This probably just hindsight, but I feel like you could feel the kick six coming. You know, a lot of people kind of said that after it happened that were like, there was just a buzz in the stadium. Something big was going to happen. Do you but, remember where you were watching it, TJ? I was driving. Uh, or was I in the press box at UK? No, I don't remember exactly where I was. You could I, was in, I, I was in Lexington covering a game that day, and I was driving back that night. And I, I wasn't it like two weeks before that Auburn had the game against Georgia? It was the miracle of Jordan Hare. It was, yeah, two weeks before where the ball tipped up in the air and bounced right into the dude's hands for like a 70-yard touchdown with less than a minute to play. Yeah, I feel like one of those I watched at in a press box covering a U.K. game, and then one of them happened while I was driving back after covering a U.K. game. But, no, I don't remember specifically where I was. You were probably in the press box then because I, I remember being at one end of the press box uh, in it was the old Commonwealth Stadium, and so like some of the TVs were more up to date than others, and they might have been before UK kicked off. Like one of those where the three thirty bleeds into the seven o'clock kick, and I remember seeing it at one end, and I was like, "Is this real time?" Like I couldn't believe it <laughs> until other people started being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I I, I remember Kyle Tucker being like, "No freaking way!" And I was like, "Oh, so this is real!" Like I. I, I it was it was shocking, absolutely shocking. Yeah, I I remember the drive back. I like couldn't help but probably be on my phone more than I should, just checking Twitter, seeing reactions, videos of the different angles and people storming the field and stuff like that. Wild times! Excited for college football season. No oh, uh, man, 
38 days till the cats are back. I just don't think anyone could say that you could feel that pick or kick six coming. I, I, I mean, when Tom Brady was down 28-3 in the Super Bowl to the Falcons, that you could feel coming. The kick six, there's nobody that could say they felt it coming. Get out of here. Now, I bet, Justin, you could say you knew that Alabama wasn't going to make that field goal, but I don't know yeah, if you could right. say you knew it was coming. Exactly. Texter on the Thornton text line says, the college basketball national media is so bad and has absolutely no diversity, which is why you get the same takes from everyone, Goodman, Doster, Norlander, Parrish. Yeah, the, the you do have just it's like a think tank. You don't <laughs> you don't get too many discerning opinions. And they're all boys too. So like if you do have an opinion that's different than them, then you're not really part of the the crew. You're not part of the college basketball media crew. Yeah, uh I group think I think is the concept uh, that articulates it well. And there's two different groups of these people that think they are so cool and they're total and complete dorks, most of them, not all of them. But you have the Thamel, Wetzel, Forty, and that you know they, that's more college football and college basketball. But you get that group, and there's mm-hmm. a few more kind Dane of O'Neal's in there. Yeah, Dane O'Neill. I knew I was forgetting definitely a big one, and there's probably one or two more. And then you get the the more like, hey, we're hip, we're cool. We we're, we're we're journalists, but of the new era, and that's kind of your dosters and the folks like that. And the 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 next time they have a difference of opinion, the next time even those two groups have a difference of opinion, will be the first time. It's all the same. It's just it's all the freaking same. None of them like their hot takes are when they decide to call out one of their friends, but it'll be like in a playful way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like. Um... What they do over on 680, where they're like, we're going to make fun of it. Except, at least on 680, you can't tell if they're being mean-spirited or not. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're borderline bullying each other. A texter says, 502-414-1450. I work right next to Kern, so tried it out a few months back for lunch. Asked the guy what they were best at. He told me people like their burgers, but everything here is good. Went with a turkey sandwich. Oh, my God. You it went with a turkey sandwich? It was the worst sandwich I'd had in years. The turkey felt rubbery, almost like tofu. Disgusting, and I haven't been back since. Dude. Like, oh, I mean, that's on you, dude. Yeah. yeah. What? Who gets turkeys? I, I just can't think in my right mind ever mm-hmm. sitting down at a place that is supposed to be good at making hot food and ordering a turkey sandwich. You're not going to a New York deli. What are you doing getting cold cuts? Also, yeah. Is there anything worse than servers telling you that everything here is good? Yeah. Like, do you just, do you eat everything during your breaks? No, you probably eat three or four things. Quit saying that. I yeah. don't know. I've been to some places where like everything is legitimately. There good. are a few places like that, but but Kearns, I don't know what will make you think walking into that place, even knowing what we've talked about on the show, walking into that place and being like, I bet they'd make a mean turkey sandwich. <laughs> I'll say this about Kearns. I, I've gotten a hot dog there that was not like amazing. I just kind of wanted to switch it up and get something different. And mm-hmm. I didn't know like how you could potentially or ever kind of not get a hot dog, but I wouldn't get a hot dog from there again. But I do know they've got the best burger in town and their chicken sandwiches. If I'm feeling like I want to be slightly healthier are uh, also really, really good. So that's on you, pal. Yeah. It's a, it's a you problem, not a Kearns problem. Mm-hmm. What if the Big Ten and SEC created a Super League and then started a player draft 
day that happens, college football is dead as we know it. There is no <laughs> way the person that sent that text message is under the age of 75. A player draft? What are they talking about? Like, instead of recruits getting to pick where they want to go to school, they get lumped in a pool and the, the colleges draft. The <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh, man. Imagine getting drafted to go play for Scott Satterfield at UofL. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare. Which, He's by not the way, big fan or SEC. That's true. Did you um, did you see some of the, the media day quotes coming out? Kevin Kevin Warren really uh, really dropped the hammer on the ACC. Maybe we take a break and come back and, and discuss that briefly. I'm going to need you to explain that to me because I did see some tweets alluding to it, and I was more intrigued by Kevin Warren being like 16 team college football playoff. Hell, oh, I'm I'm thinking about it big time because that was what got me excited. But I did see people mentioning the ACC takedown, and I want to hear it when we return for one final segment of Kentucky Roll Call after this. Because they let you play music real damn loud. Don't stop hitting, hitting south. They won't understand the words that are pouring from your mouth. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker. I've always been kind of a pacifist. When I was a kid, my father told me, never hit anyone in anger unless you're absolutely sure you can get away with it. And Roush. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear. And when I do, it's usually something unusual. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Just saw this tweet from ABC News. Amid an oversupply of avocados, how can we find ways to eat more? Here are some tips. And I retweeted somebody that said, well, 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 look who's come crawling back. And ain't that the truth? Avocados, get the hell out of here. Who cares if we have an oversupply? We don't need to find ways to eat more. Everybody freaked out when there was the avocado shortage. Now there's too many of them. Don't need them. Don't want them. Yeah. Uh, when I was at the zoo the other day, there was a uh, a woman. You know the little like uh, you hold the baby like on your belly, like it's strapped into that um, backpack type deal. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> this lady had her baby on there, and she just had a hand full of mushed up avocado, and she was just like feeding it, and it was just. Oh. I mean, her hand was just green mush. I'm like, you couldn't, I don't know, just, uh, there wasn't another way. <laughs> you, uh, I, I, that's that's a lot. Yeah. I was at a uh, buddy's house the other night. They've got a, I think she's like 10 months old now. They gave her mashed potatoes for the first time without a utensil. My gosh, I've never seen mashed potatoes in so many places. Yeah. That's where we're we're at that stage, Justin. Just bad parenting. Oh, no, the, the, babies, the babies are are going to make somewhat of a mess. But yeah, that's what Lucy they do. Loves more than eating, putting fruit in her hand and just feeling her strength squish it and juices come out. And oh, then maybe yeah. she'll put it in her mouth. Maybe it'll fall into her lap. Yeah, either or. You never did you ever know. follow the Twitter account grabbing things with force? No, I did not. It, it was just people gra- like doing exactly what Lucy does with different uh, objects. And mm. like squishing a banana can be very funny content. 
Yeah, they they're she's a huge she's a huge fan of just putting just just squishing up new foods instead of uh, just eating them normally. But she's also uh, a nine month old baby. Speaking of babies, shout out to my brother. They him and his wife Caroline. They had baby Brooks. Oh, yeah. Congrats. They, they're sharing a birthday with uh, baby Big Blue Drews. <laughs> big Big Blue's babies, Drews. Big Blue twin Drews. Hey. Both named Drew the second. <laughs> the Drew. Jake and Trey, both healthy and happy. Yep. Great and to see. Just uh, all around a, a great day. So, sheesh release, Roush. It really makes you wonder what was some some Halloween shenanigans. A lot of what was nine months ago. Yeah, it would have been yeah, Halloween. Halloween shenanigans. Man, the, the Walker Drew, party really brother. got wild this year. Seriously, you come to the Walker Halloween party, boom, nine months later, baby. <laughs> Be careful if you're on the invite list this year. A texter, uh, we should get back to the Thornton's text line. But before we do, Ralph, let's let's talk about Shady Rays. Shady Rays, they're the best sunglasses this side of the world. The whole world, the whole universe. Uh, because they have all of the great qualities you want in your sunglasses. They're stylish, they're <clears> polarized, <throat> and they don't cost you an arm and a leg. Especially if you use the promo code Big X at checkout. Uh, the worst part about expensive sunglasses is if you break them or lose them, you're out. Uh, not with this Kentucky company. Just they'll replace them. All you got to do is just fill out a little form, pay for the shipping and handling. Boom, you've got sunglasses right back in your lap by using Shady Rays. Use that promo code Big X for twenty five percent off at checkout. Um, yeah, and it's it's a processing fee that you pay, but they already have your card on. So like basically, it's just like, do you want? We're gonna send you these sunglasses. Are you okay paying? You know, whatever it is, seven eight bucks, or don't hold me to that amount, but it's it's cheap. And then you just hit yes. So it's not like you got to retype in all your information, go through this big song and dance again. It is easy peasy and a good way to get some extra shades um, or replacement, as we say. Exactly. Exactly. I did want to bring up quickly the quote that Kevin Warren had yesterday at Big Ten Media Days. Yes. Said, I don't think you can close the door on expansion. From a strategy standpoint, this is not the old college athletics. For individuals and conferences and schools that are thinking that way, they're going to be Sears and Roebuck. Boom. Really calling them out after Jim Phillips did his, this is not the NFL or NBA light. We It's not winner take all. We want to be... We can't be in a gated community. This is a happy, healthy neighborhood. Me, 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 me. ACC, you're a bunch of dorks and losers. Just go in your locker. Stay there forever. Yeah, it's nice to see Kevin Warren kind of have a little bit of a spine after his handling of the COVID situation in the summer yeah. of 2020. But he's coming into his own, mm -hmm. and he's being kind of an aggressor. And I, I wonder, do you think the SEC and Big Ten talk with one another? I'm no, I still don't think they're in it because I I, I think they're adversarial still, TJ. Um, it might they might become more cordial with one another, but um, Sankey's still ticked off at the expansion breakdown talks. I think he's still ticked off at Warren for not informing him that he was just canceling the season when he did. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I think they're still kind of adversarial, but they're going to be working more closely together. And the reason why is because of the competing TV rights. And 
what you kind of alluded to with the 16 team playoff that he was like, well, who says we can't do 16? Uh, the the biggest reason why I think we what we kind of learned yesterday is he alluded to the open market for TV rights. A big reason why Seiki was pushing for uh, realignment or an expansion last year, not not realignment, but just expansion last year, was because ESPN still had those rights. ESPN, SEC, they're they're homeboys, you know, they're 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 thickest thieves. They have a great relationship. ESPN just gave them a buttload of money. They're going to be giving them a buttload more. Warren and the Big Ten, they're pals with Fox. And essentially, Fox, they're, they're the ones who push for UCSC and UCLA. So Warren's like, I can't, I can't let conference ex- or excuse me, playoff expansion happen unless Fox can at least try to get a, a bite of that apple. And that's that that, that Follow the money, and that's kind of – I think we've uh, certainly reached that conclusion by now that uh, it's clear that, that that's where the expansion stuff broke up is because of the money. And these two powerful conferences each want their respective bosses to be able to get a piece of that pie. Be interesting to see how it shakes out. I hope that we get an expanded playoff. It'd be good news for UK, and what's good news for UK, I want. So – Hey, how about Aaron Rodgers? Man, he really did go all into the Con Air thing. That was awesome. It was all he he's he looks so cool. But, you know, with besides the long hair, we really do look alike. <laughs> what? You don't disagree. think so? Disagree. Yeah, yeah. I've been wearing like I, you know, again, I got that tattoo on my forearm, and uh-huh. I've been wearing cut tank cut tops a lot too. It's it's not following him. I'm actually doing these things before he even does them, and nobody even uh, it it's it's just kind of eerie, you know. I might I might believe that if you did it if you if you tamed your beard some more, you you kind of just let it grow where it wants. If you did the like the 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 one or two, you know, where I, I, I might be able to agree, but I'm still probably going to disagree. No, you, that didn't, last time you saw me, I didn't have a beard. What are you talking about? Well, that's what I mean. So is he going to go mustache next? Well, you just said that my beard was too wild and crazy. Well, when you, when you have one though, like oh. you, 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 you know, you normally just kind of let it go. Oh, yeah, I'm he he's going to win third MVP this year. Rogers has that like, Heavy five o'clock shadow. Whereas I agree right. with Roush. When you have your beard, it's it's squirrely, curly. Okay, it doesn't look like Rogers. Okay, it looks just like him, and that's unintentional. <laughs> it's just kind of like you know, we're. It seems like we're just kind of similar, you know, similar without even trying to be. Yep, five football champion quarterback one time, one I, time NFL champion, yeah. and I should say a, th- a third in a row MVP for Aaron Rodgers. When he wins again, it'll actually be his fifth. But you know, no big deal. I, I, so you have to go through the Bucks. They added Julio Jones yesterday, which uh, it was a very oh, much. Uh, it was funny to see people on Twitter because it's like, did, did you not see him with the Falcons? And you know he doesn't have to do a lot to make an impact there. Uh, he, one catch a game, but it could be a big one kind of deal. Uh, but I did notice that I, 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 there's more money on the Bucks under than any other team in the NFL, and their win total is 11 and a half. I, I found that to be interesting. Makes you want to bet the over, huh? Yeah, it kind of does, especially in that division. That division stinks. 
division. I think that's why people would be bullish on it. You know, I, I, I don't I don't really get it. Julio does nothing for me, just like last summer when we were talking about this and he went to the Titans. Get out of here, Julio Jones. You, you know what? Were, you were right about that, Scoots, though. I, I, I was had, more bullish on it. He had 31 catches for 400 yards and a touchdown last year. Like, what are we doing? But didn't he get hurt like he always does? He, yeah, that's what. That's my point. Yeah, always yeah. hurt. He can never stay healthy. Green Bay was kind of poking around with Julio. I, I was not. If they did it, I wouldn't be mad at it unless they gave up or did, you know, whatever they did to get, whatever they acquired him or how much they were paying him, I suppose. But I was happy to see him go elsewhere. Yeah. It, I don't know what Green Bay is going to do a receiver. I think they're going to probably just make a trade during the season or try to try to buy from a seller, but I don't know. The, the thing for me is that adding Julio Jones is fine if it's like option number three or something like that. Where kind of like when the Chiefs brought in Josh Gordon, it's like okay, well this is a good, like there's stability here. He's got other weapons. He doesn't have to be the guy. He can go out and make a couple nice plays for you in a year. That's what I think Julio Jones can do. Versus when when you ask more of him, he's too he's too old for that. I I don't even think he'd be option number three for the Bucks. For being honest, I did, did you- notice that they signed Kyle Rudolph. I didn't know I didn't know that either. Um, he's kind of their their old man Gronk replacement. Did you see Joey Biscuits had to have his appendix removed? Yep, he's got no guts. I, I hate that that's news. Like, appendectomies are so common for people these days. Like, oh, he's gonna missing be training camp is not news to a franchise quarterback, Justin. He'll, wow. he'll be back in two weeks. That's well, missing training camp is news. Do not yeah. you don't follow NFL people, do you? Because that's 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 news. When uh, a franchise quarterback that was in the Super Bowl is going to miss some of training camp. My Bengals friends weren't happy about it, Scoots. They were like, gosh, we just wanted a normal offseason without something to worry about or something on the back of our minds. I mean, so, I guess I guess it's a slight inconvenience that he's going to miss camp, but he's he's been with the team. Like, he knows what the team's running. I, I, I mean, I just don't think it's a big deal. He, he'll be fine in two weeks. Let's get back to the Thornton text line. Ah, felt good talking football. We can, we're close. If we're getting there. Text in about like fantasy. I guess we'd have to talk about it, but we are getting close. Oh man, have y'all heard anything about uh, Kentucky being in the new NCAA football video game? Last we heard, last I heard, we haven't confirmed our in yet. They got to be in the game, or I would be extremely disappointed. Well, you missed the news story on Kentucky Sports Radio, where um, I forgot how long it is, but the guy who's all over this reporting, Matt Brown from Extra Points, he had. The customized, like EA Sports asked these teams, what sort of custom things do you want in like your home stadium? And so Kentucky submitted, you know, the 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 call the coal whistle, the toot on third downs, the beer stands. Uh, what? Beer stands. Yeah. Oh wait. No, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong school. Stuck it. Um they also had, I think, the law and order, dong dong after penalties, stuff like that. Um, they did not, and though include Grove Street because they do not have the rights to Grove Street, unfortunately. Boo! Yeah, but yes, will, they they're 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 planning on it, Texture. I will like the uh, the call whistle will be a good time. Oh yeah, I, I enjoy that very much. The two that video game is just going to make a freaking killing. There's no way it's as good. It's gonna. There, we're gonna oversell it and it's gonna. No, I disagree. I think people are just. It, it could be 
It could it, it could be like a 1992 Sega Genesis. And I think people will be like, it's good to be back. <laughs> it, it be back. Can't do any wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be it could be the Techno Bowl, and well, people would love it. I think the hope is you just don't just don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just have Dynasty, you know, have the same old features. You can add some more, but don't don't take away the goods that that people really enjoy it for what it is. You know, have an updated updated to current like standards and stadiums and jerseys, but just make it 2006 gameplay. Boom, there you go. Less yeah. is more. I like the the early 2000s gameplay much more than the later. The later one's a lot slower. Well, I think it just it got it got to be a little much, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. they'll be in it though. Don't you sweat, TJ Canadian listener here. Open up your DMs on Twitter. I'd love a Kentucky football poster. Yeah, uh, not going to open up my DMs, but just tweet me and then I'll tweet you, and then we'll get it figured out. But we'll we'll cross we'll cross nations to send you posters. International Kentucky roll call. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, aside from the majority of the fan base, I actually don't think Goodman's tweet is that wild. Both Dillingham and Wagner are both ball-dominant players, and to think it may be a bit of an adjustment for them to play together isn't a crazy statement. Not sure why UK fans are having a seizure over this tweet. It's, it's more so about he immediately went to the hot take instead of talking about Justin Edwards. That, that's that's what it is. And Plumley, bro, it's not so much, again, that you have that take. It's what Roush just said. And secondly, who – anybody's doing that. You're taking both those players on and you're figuring it out. So uh, it, it's. It, it, I think it is crazy to even suggest that could be a negative. Just because they haven't played together before or played with other five-star guards that play at a similar position doesn't mean they can't do it. And if anybody, if any coach in college basketball has shown that they can play people that play the same position, it's John Calipari. And he's done it multiple, multiple times, especially at the guard position. So it is crazy. Plumley, bro. Have a better take. Sheesh. Um, my, my former ex-boss, Mr. Matt Jones, says, hearing UK football is likely to lose a relatively prominent transfer today, but not a major effect on this year's team. Uh, I will say that I thought it actually was going to happen yesterday, but can confirm uh, we're going to have some portal news today. And uh, it shouldn't be, as, as he said, not a direct impact on uh, this year's team, but there's going to be some takes. It's, it's, uh, it's inevitable. Okay, so Justin, let's use our big uh, cash rush. I wish he'd just freaking tell us. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going to break it. I'm just not. What, what is what is going on? What is going on here? I just I uh, this is this is what I do. I get a lot of news before it happens, and I rarely break it. There's going to be takes. Is it veto potentially? Is it? I mean, a Louisville guy, maybe that hasn't gotten a lot of playing time. Um, it's not something for this year. It's not going to be veto, so it, I'll, it, I'll, just, I'll say that, but I'll say it, no more. Just something to keep an eye out today, and we can discuss. Is it give donut? you a good listen to Thursday's KRC. The donut. Well, great. Now every other show is going to get to. Uh, I I know one radio show that's not going to tease around it. Sheesh, release. Well, I hope it's nobody good. I talked to Scott. He or did you win Masters tickets or have your heart broken again? I don't know if this was even for our show, but I did not win. Masters tickets this year. I have won them before. Didn't go. Didn't win them this year. Wow. 
Just hate the Masters. Anybody else win them? Try? Never tried. I mean, you, the applicant, it's it's fun. Fun just being in a in a in a pool. You gonna play Mega Millions on Friday? I will be. Yeah. What, what are, you, are you gonna play Mega Millions? Like, of course we're playing Mega Millions, right? Sure question. Neither one of you will be playing because it's Mega Billions. Oh, I might buy. Oh, an gotcha. Gotcha. I might buy an extra ticket. Gotcha. Man, I cannot believe nobody won last night. I bet. Right. I mean, I bet probably it was the third largest Mega Millions ever. I would have guaranteed it was probably top five or top three in terms of tickets sold. And uh, poor Raising Cane's guy just wasted all his money. No kidding. Jeez. He didn't Good really waste tax, money. Look at, look at all the advertising he got, Scooch. Well, and he can write that off, too, as a tax break, I'm sure. Yeah, you could. And he probably won some kickback. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you, you're you're hitting at least a few numbers. I'm sure it's not a lot, but... They only won, They only returned eight dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine him having to go to the gas station and be like, "I need to check all these, please." Well, the Jeez. cool thing is when I do it on the app is at like three in the morning. You know how I, when I, it's my lottery week, I'll send the screenshots because I'm doing it on the line on the app. At three in the morning, the Kentucky Lottery sends you an email and it says "winnings deposit confirmation," and then just the tease of the email, "Dear Terry, congrats, you have won." a mega millions prize for the drawing. And then mm-hmm. you have to open the email to find out how much you won or didn't, but just, so I, I, me and our fantasy league did one yesterday as well. And, uh, that one actually won $16. I don't know nice. if any came from our ticket from yesterday for the radio crew, but they, uh, you just don't know how much it is. I won six different, amounts yesterday but the most was a four dollar ticket all the other ones were two dollar ones so hmm. or except for one other four dollar one but hey, so, i'm just waiting for the email to say congratulations you won 1.03 billion dollars <laughs> like oh can you just deposit that back into my kentucky lotteries uh app <laughs> do i need to come to you instead of the top right corner it just fills up the zeros fill up the entire top bar of the screen <laughs> Oh man, that would be. I wonder what you will do if, like, again, this this email came at two twenty six in the morning, and I was uh, we woke up a lot, the wife and I, last night. But so I was up and saw it. I just wonder what three in the morning I opened that email, see that I won the billions. You're obviously not going back to bed. That much is clear. Wonder what you do. Not that I'll ever have to worry about it. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, that's a reverse jinx, folks, says that uh, I talked to Scott and he is really freaked out by you directly addressing him on the air. That must have been one for the Rutherford show. Oh, Scott and his thoughts. I'm sure he's upset over something. He gets, He's very sensitive. This is from Trevor Scooch. Remind TJ that IU took Thomas Bryant from UK. Hey, TJ, Thomas Bryant, we got him over UK. UK didn't. That was again, Trevor. Trevor just he said on the Mike Rutherford show yesterday that I told a story about not letting that I kicked Justin Thomas out of the line at at lunch at St. X. And I was like, Trevor, I know that never happened. That that is not a thing that that really that was a reality. And he did eventually admit that I have been inside his house, which was good to see. But I think what we figured out was like Trevor was asking if I ever interacted with Justin Thomas. And I was like, no, maybe kicked him out of the lunch line one or two times. But no, never did. Like, has he talked to you about the challenge yet? Oh, yeah. He was texting about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Trevor's very much like he he can't. If something is bad for him, it's got to be bad for everybody in some degree. He, he cannot suffer by himself. So he had said that the challenge has better ratings. Is that what you're referring to, Justin? No, I'm referring to the challenge and the text line. Have you all had that discussion yet? Oh, yeah. So he <laughs> thought that I was like making up text, which in this incident, in, I have sent text into our text line to remind me to bring it up on the show. But there was, I did accidentally, I said the challenge was lit when I was watching the challenge because I wanted to bring up the challenge. And I did not clarify when reading that text the next day that that was my own text that I'd sent in, which I should do. Um, but I had forgotten that I had he, actually sent it he in. He was pretty heated about it. He said DJ texted in the challenge was lit just so he could talk about it for five minutes. Yeah, that was a reminder. It was a reminder to bring up and talk about it. And uh, I think another texter had already even brought it up before then, before we got to that. So that's probably why I just glossed over it. But anywho, secondly, Thomas Bryant, I wish Kentucky would have wanted him. I wish Kentucky and Cal would have prioritized him. That was a miss by Calipari. I called it the day that it happened. And sure enough, Thomas Bryant ends up beating UK in the tournament, but that, that was not a IU win over UK. That was a no compete, no contest. Trevor says Goodwill hunting is overrated. Of course. Oh God, that's kiss of death. You hate being on that side of history. It's <laughs> tough. Oh man, real tough look for Nick Roush. Uh, yo, it's me. Y'all just got the chance to listen, but I've had plenty of Margs and Frozo cocktails on the beach plus beer. But going on a fishing trip tomorrow morning at five, shark bait. That's uh, intern Jacob. <laughs> Frozo cocktails. <laughs> oh, those little pouches. He he's definitely been sipping on those pouches. Oh, intern Jake was hammered. I, I, I guarantee he's thrown up on that boat at some point today. It's probably already over or close to being over. But you're out on those boats too long on fishing trips. Let's take it easy. Two hours tops. I gotta get. We gotta get. We got other stuff we gotta get to today. Hey, Roush, do you think that within the next two years we could send Josiah Hayes' neck to media days? Any updates on that neck? Um, he was at the Matt's wrestling match over the weekend, and dude, is a, I mean, he's the only person that makes Tayshaun. Tayshaun Manning is a, an enormous human, and Hayes makes him look like just regular size human. It's cr- the, the dudes in the trenches for Kentucky are stupid big. Yeah, that's uh... – that's always a good, always a good bit. A texter says that's stupid. Neither Kentucky or Indiana fans would be negative about recruiting a kid from the other state. Ridiculous take. Example after example throughout history of that not being the case. And I walked back that for the majority of the fan base. But to think that there's not a portion of the fan base that would think that, you're crazy. If UK fans could get an IU legacy to come play for UK, UK would just love it. Mm. They love it. UK also likes rubbing stuff in other schools' faces a lot more than Indiana does. Oh, it's going to be Bo Allen, isn't it? I don't know. We'll see. That's who it's going to be, and everybody's going to freak out. All right, well, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. If he didn't want to be patient and wait a year to see if he could compete after Will Levis, then he probably wasn't going to be the dude anyways. So that that fits all your billing. For it's, People are going to have takes. It's not going to matter really for this year. Well, that was, I was hoping Bo was going to be the guy. That's disappointing to hear. But I don't. you're right that it doesn't matter at all for this season. Next year, that's who it is, folks. That's who it's got to be. I, I don't know this for sure. That's who it's got to be. A texter, 502-414-1450, says, Stans, Jeff was coaching from the bench. Yeah, perhaps if you said Stans, he was actually on the, quite literally on the bench. 
I, I just think of the video of when they won the oh, 13th yeah. region and he was like crying in the stands. That was, that was really cool. Really cool. Okay. Uh, texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Bronny will go to Duke. Yeah, we mentioned Duke. I'd say Duke or Memphis. He may go play for Penny or he'll go to Duke. Or maybe he'll just go to like UCLA or USC, stay in Hollywood. TC from Lexington here, boys. Speaking of Bronny, there is a lot of whisper emojis between Dillingham and him on IG. I'd be all right if he came to UK. I just don't think it's going to happen. But a lot of people would probably freak out if he did. Gosh, I can't. I can't. I uh, don't know if we can read this next text. K-Week uh, was just done, Roush. Got had a lot of fun with the girl I met at K-Week. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people had a similar story to that texter. Uh, another texter on the Thornton's text line. Oh, it's CC from Lexington again, boys. Speaking of movies, have you seen the new A24 movie featuring Brendan Fraser? What a transformation. <laughs> is that actually Brendan Fraser? I don't, I don't think that is. Um... But I've heard good things about the new Nope movie. Hmm. The Keel and Peel. The Peel yeah. and Keel. Um, that is actually Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I, I heard uh, Nope was good uh, as well. Um, but uh, Pat McAfee left before uh, the end of the movie. He was talking about it. He was just like, yep, can't do, can't do scary movies. Oh, that's a good ringing endorsement. Hey, when does UK football camp start, Rush? Next Friday? Yeah, practice or media day is a week from today, so it'll be Friday, next Friday. John here. Good morning to all. Okay, I'm excited about two things this morning in the sports world. One, that both college and professional football is getting so much closer, it's going to be awesome. And two, just having that thought about how Mr. Kingsley is going to be a beast when he finally gets to play for BBN. He is something special. Just got that feeling. We'll got to go talk to you later. Well, you're probably going to get to see him play this year, John, and you're not going to see him probably be a beast. But maybe he'll turn into one for 23-24. Or maybe you're right, and he will be, and I'll be wrong. You can bring that up if that happens. Uh, hey, guys, just a reminder, we're almost to camp and nothing on Rodriguez. Come on, Nick, give us something on this. I need to know how to bet this Florida game. That's from Moot. Well, uh, Roush will let you know on a different KRC, a different day. He's holding it too close to the vest. Mook, uh, you could play running back for Kentucky, and they're beating Florida this year. So go ahead. Go ahead and weigh that, weigh that coin down. Also, I mean, Mook's a big guy. John, I, I got your direct message. You and I have direct message before, so I have yours. You didn't need to you didn't need to tweet me, but but that's no big deal. Uh the first damn Kentucky is one of the best parts of the game. Hopefully that is in the new one. I think it is. No, oh, it should be if it isn't. How much money would it take for Roush to go to Sunday Best Concert with Jeff Goodman? That's a good one. Good text. Man, a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, take a lot of beers. It's called of- Whale, and it's definitely him. Supposed to be awesome, all seriousness. That's still crazy to believe, but whew. All right, that's our show. Uh, I guess be on the lookout for this transfer news. Yep, we'll see. Has the player been mentioned on our show, Roush? Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, we'll take that as a maybe. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back on Thursday, 7 a.m. on Kentucky Roll Call. Big Exports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you then. Extra pack of cigarettes I know that I'm gonna be a